Yes. Yeah. Don't do that. You're (laughs) fucking up the. Right, right, right. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) It's still hot as fuck, Uh, listeners. If you're listening to this, hopefully you survived the heat again that we're heading into. (laughs) Mad heat, yo. Um, I mean, you know, we keep asking for summer and then we get sun. Yes. (laughs) You want more summer? You get the sun. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you've got folks um, who are uh, medically compromised or elderly or really, really young, just be sure to check in on them. Uh, Make sure everybody's okay. Uh, Drink plenty of fluids. Uh, Just park your ass in front of a fan. Crank our show exactly. <laughs> we'll keep you cool. <laughs> it's the coolest show in Brooklyn. That's right. And what is that cool show? Well, I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And you're listening to Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. The Roundhouse Kickers, the Flamethrowers, the we just got mad skills. That's right, yeah. son. That's right. <laughs> Coming to you live-ish from Brooklyn. (laughs) From the Alkali Flats of (laughs) rural Brooklyn. (laughs) Uh, Folks, can you feel feel that in the air? Yeah, what uh, is that? The complete and utter shit that is our country just sort of boiling over. It's like like you you take like leftover dog poop. And then you put it in a saucepan. Yes. And you put the heat on high, right? Yes. And you just bring it up to a broil. And then you shut all the windows so that you have no ventilation. Ugh. That's kind of what's going on right now. Yes, it is. Um, it is. It's. Uh, look, l- let's let's just cut to the to the brass tacks of it, right? Yes. So. uh there is we're coming up on an election year mm-hmm. you know 2020 is uh is the name of the game when it comes down to the democrats versus the occupier in chief mm-hmm. uh, the orange one the evil cheeto uh so we're coming up on an election year and um you know the democrats are coming out strong with plans strategies um, you know, critiquing the very nature of the Democratic Party itself. Yeah. Uh, while Orange Hitler has decided, you know what? Race war. Right. Race war sounds. Have we had a race war? We need a race war. I think he just leans over to his advisors and he's like, you think it's OK to say the N word yet? And they're like, not yet, Mr. President. Yeah. What, what are you? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Stephen Miller's like. Yeah, <laughs> edging. He's just edging. Oh, pretty. Oh man, he's pretty much. Don't say it just yet. Oh, that's right. He's still in that damn cabinet. Yep. Uh, he's one of the very few. He's he's like. Did he lose those hair plugs yet, or is he sticking with them? Oh, those the, the like those uh like like that magnetic strip. Yeah. Uh, he called uh, uh uh hair. Yeah. No. He's still rocking that. He's still no, no, no. He no, he got rid of them. He oh. got rid of all the hair completely. He just went fully bald oh. instead of the instead okay. of a little horseshoe. Oh, that's probably even worse looking. But yeah. Anywho, um, 
He looks like he just looks like garbage without hair now. Ugh. Yeah. That guy. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, occupier in chief decided to tell uh, four United States senators that if they don't like this country, they can go back to where they came from, which is like one of the the racism classics. It's something that you'd get in one of those old late night commercials when you order the whole CD set of like, you know, love songs, you know, <laughs> it's like that would be one of the classics. It's like, you know, build me a house, you lazy wetback. Yeah. And then <laughs> oh, shit. and then uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, go back to Mexico. <laughs> Variations on go back to Mexico. <laughs> go back to where you came from. My ancestors built this country. Yeah. <laughs> And who can forget that classic? Yeah. Go back to where you came from. <laughs> Coming in hot at number five. <laughs> Go back to where you came from on racism's top 100. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that station. Yeah. But, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a weird radio station. I know. I was just like, oh, I, I didn't know that the, the AM spectrum picked up racism, you know, but... <laughs> Radio Free Kentucky. I know. Oh, 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 oh man, our major Hi-oh. competition. Imagine if we imagine if we have like a, a counterpart on Radio Free Ooh, Kentucky. Oh, like it, Radio Free Brooklyn's evil counterpart is Radio Free Kentucky. And then they have like a show like ours, but instead of pop culture and politics, it's like um it's just racism and inbreeding, you know? Yeah. So. It's hosted by a guy that's really sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> Like a redneck who is really sunburned <laughs> and one who is just like, you know, obviously suffering from several types of diabetes. Oh. <laughs> several types of yeah. diabetes. Well, the inbreeding really amps up the the diabetes factors. It's like it's the first known case of like diabetes seven, you know, <laughs> <laughs> type seven diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you get so diabetic you can communicate with other, like, you could communicate with, like, lollipops and <laughs> things lacking insulin. That's, this is way fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> no, no shade to the diabetics yeah. out there. Just, you know, we're talking about inbreeding here. Yeah. But, um, so, so yeah, the occupying chief decided to drop that jewel over the weekend, um, and... The one thing I'm really glad that the media is doing is not letting it go. Like it is Thursday. We're recording this on Thursday and they are still talking about it. It is still top news and people are enraged. Uh, the Democrats in the House have um, officially condemned the uh, his tweets with a um, uh, what's it called? Uh they filed a motion. Oh yeah, that, they, uh, that's right. They're yeah, they're so. trying to say officially, like they're trying to get it made official that mm-hmm. what he said was racist, and thus makes him less capable of holding the office of the presidency. That being said, um, and some interesting things popped up from that. But yeah, go ahead. Well, uh, oh no, no. Um, what what are these interesting things that are that well, are popping up? Because I have my own thoughts on this kind of thing. Well, first, when Nancy Pelosi uh, went up to the podium to um essentially uh put the bill forward um or no it's not a bill it's it's a it's like a proclamation or something like that or something along those lines Uh, and she actually used the word racist and one of her uh republican colleagues uh 
said that he wanted that stricken from the record. Um, used all sort of like uh, of course. legal uh, jargon, legal jargon, and 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 uh, political verbiage and stuff like that. Uh, but it turns out that there is um, something on the books, uh, all the way from the time of Jefferson, that says that senators cannot call the president racist really like it is not allowed um to be said oh and it comes from slavery era like uh precisely um, uh, america yeah oh i wonder pray tell why for they included that <laughs> little uh addendum to that uh <laughs> and, and to nancy pelosi i know right it's just like oh it's like guys it's time to change it yeah get with the fucking times it, it's 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 just like oh you can't call him racist even when he's so blatantly racist right yeah. um but uh to nancy pelosi's credit she said she said i already i already cleared this language with you know x y and z and then just walked off would not even wait for a response she's like i'm not arguing this so um yeah that's that's an interesting tidbit that came up i'm hoping that more democrats will be like you know what fuck it yeah. Like, you got to call a spade a spade. Right. The president, we've had past presidents who were racist. We have one now who is racist. You call a spade a spade. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really, f- it's, it's, it's ridiculous how the Republican Party I've seen so far, uh, they have jumped through hoops to not call him a racist. Oh, Either yeah. They're not calling him, they're not direct, because they, they interviewed Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. and he was like, uh, well, uh, you know, I find these things to be terrible. I find these things to be uh, <laughs> caustic. I find these things to be... Uh, 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 and his head is like, don't say racist, don't say racist, don't mm-hmm. say racist, don't say racist. He's like, I find this to be uh, just plain terrible. And that's my statement. And then, you know, everybody's just like, oh, you know, why don't you just flat out call him a racist? And he's like, you know what? Oh, the elevator doors are closing. Yeah. Boom. Uh, conversation over. They're trying to minimize it like like he just, you know, uh, like sucked his fingertips at the dinner table. It's just like, oh, that's so rude. Uh, oh. that's, where are your manners? Yes. It's just like, no, this, this is a far deeper and uglier philosophy. But... Um, Besides Mitt Romney, they spoke to uh, Mitch McConnell, who's married to an Asian woman who is an immigrant. Right. And they were just like, well, how would you feel if somebody said that about uh, your wife? And he said, instead of... Did he crawl into his shell and just like float away? Comment-wise, that's exactly what he did. Because essentially what he just did was just read off her qualifications. Just like, well, she came to this country at eight years old and and fulfilled the American dream. It's just like... That's not the question. Like, we didn't ask you for her CV. We asked you for how you would feel if somebody said that about your immigrant wife. (laughs) It's so weird because, like, you know... um, you wouldn't you wouldn't even be able to tell just by looking at them but then you know um on on subjects such as like you know uh medicare for all they drag their feet the republicans drag their feet and when they're called out for um one of their especially their main representative right now the cheeto in chief mm-hmm. making a racist statement they all of a sudden become batman <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like they just become Olympic Olympians in terms of mental gymnastics. Oh my god. There was one guy who was just like, he didn't name names. We don't know who those senators are. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did and if they did say something, well, um what was it what was the logic that 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 that, that asshole said? I can't even remember his name and I don't really care to. Um, but, uh, he said something along the lines of, uh, if they did say some, if they did say something wrong, maybe they should, uh, uh, they should go back to their districts or something. That's what he meant. That's what the president meant. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Somebody actually looked up that in, in all the, uh, policy for like, equal opportunity employment like there's an official board i think it's the eeop or something like that um that lists the guidelines of things shit that people cannot say to you at work because it is racist that phrase is in there it's like what go back to where you came from yes like you if if an employer tells you that like they're straight up racist like you can sue the shit out of the company yeah that's why you know uh, that's why HR folks are constantly on top of that. They're right, just right, like, right. well, what did they say? What did they do? Da, da, right, da, da. Right. So, um, uh, so yeah, they, uh, these, uh, all these Republicans are essentially just Cirque du Soleil their way around actually using the word racist. And it's embarrassing because when they, um, when they brought up this, I, I'll get the, the exact word at some point. Um, but this proclamation, to condemn his remarks you know basically all of the of the democrats uh voted for it only like four or six republicans actually voted for it which is shameful yeah i mean that that doesn't surprise me at all like uh that's just like oh oh right it's hot outside also you know, um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I could see why, why the Republicans wouldn't. It, they will, they will stay along their party lines till the cows come home. You mm-hmm. know, till the till the sun explodes. Pretty much, basically. So the the thing I want to know is that how are they going to, how are they gonna? weasel their way out of it after trump is gone because he's not going to be there forever um and eventually the gop will have to uh face the american people they won't have this stranglehold on the country that they have now i mean it's loosened anyway since the um since the midterm elections in in which they suffered like the biggest political defeat vote wise in uh american history for the house yeah so it it was i'm just like as we go forward like people are super tired of this crap with trump and it's like every every month he he just keeps going lower and lower and lower so after he's gone how are they going to justify their positions i'm definitely more pessimistic than you are because i feel that um the gop Probably won't suffer a defeat in terms of losing Senate seats. No, not necessarily the Senate seats. I know that that's a hard fight, but um, with the House uh, under Democrat Democrat control now, and eventually when we get another Democratic president in there, it's like 
the things will essentially swing in a very different way. And I think a lot of the country is going to turn out turn out um, to the next election in ways that the GOP is not anticipating, which is why they're doubling down on their gerrymandering and doing all the shit in Florida about keeping all um, ex-convicts essentially permanently disenfranchised because they know that that would certainly swing the tide there. And Florida is, is very big for Republicans, even though they keep losing ground there. Like it was very close on local elections as well as national elections over in Florida. Well, I, I, that, that's, uh, that's one of the reasons why I believe the Republicans will stay in power in terms of the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, because they realize how bad things are getting. And they're just going to be like, well, you know, there's no way we can fight this fair. Let's just gerrymander the shit out of it. Pretty much. Until pretty much. we win. And they've put no, essentially no protections in place uh, in terms of uh, like the virtual space, internet space uh, to keep our process from being tampered with, which is essentially what greatly influenced uh, the last election, the last presidential election. So they're kind of hoping for that outside help again. Yeah. Oh, outside help. You mean... uh you mean Iceland has finally decided to throw their <laughs> their their help? They decided to ship us their their Medicare for all systems. <laughs> I don't know if Iceland has a Medicare for. I believe it, it has socialized medicine. I feel like every other industrialized nation has a better healthcare system than we do. Right. But um, but yeah, it's a real freaking shit show and he tried to back off those comments uh earlier today trump yeah he tried to back off of it a little bit by saying what was it that he said oh no no um what happened was uh last night he had a rally yes and when he brought up um senator omar uh eventually a chant came over the audience of send her back send her back yeah that's right and um, it went on for at least 13 seconds and they asked him about it and he was like, no, I, I didn't. F- I, I felt a little bad about that. Um, but uh, just, so you know, I didn't start it. I didn't say it. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah, because, you know, your comments from this weekend had nothing no. to do with egging them on. Well, that, that, and that's the thing about about Trump, right? He uh, he also does uh, Olympian level gymnastics in his head. Like things that shouldn't exist in physics, right? <laughs> because when Nancy Pelosi called him out and was just like, uh, you know, these rallies that he holds is like it, all they do is like they're like make a, they are chanting "Make America Great Again" when I think they mean "Make America White Again." Mm-hmm. And then Donald Trump, because his mind doesn't work like on logic or reasoning or like just basic human decency or dignity mm-hmm. all he heard was nancy pelosi and make america white again and then he was like that's a racist thing that she just said how dare she say that Ugh. i can't even do it anymore because i'm so sick sick of this dude man. at this point he's only speaking to his base because anybody with with even a rudimentary understanding of english quite clearly knows what Nancy Pelosi was saying because she was clear about it. It's just like 
this there is subtext here and this is what they're trying to say the thing that bugs me about nancy pelosi is that she refuses to um she refuses to actually call to action any impeachment proceedings because it'll hurt her fucking her political donors so she is she like every time i hear her name it's like oh nancy kid gloves pelosi yeah yeah it's like she's just like she huffs and she puffs and she she goes like i'm standing up to you mr president you know but then if push comes to shove she's just like like what do my donors think oh no they think it's a bad move i'm not gonna do anything in terms of endangering my donors i that annoys the shit out of it's spineless it's out of me with her as well move. um i part of me is wondering if um if she's playing a longer game uh if the i'm if the democrats get sidetracked with uh trying to get uh, this impeachment through i mean essentially it'll never make its way through the senate no so it might be a bunch of wasted energy. Like I have to, it can't be a long game. They've been playing this game for years. At this point, it's like the name of the game is just like buckle to the whatever the Republicans want. I, what I th- what I think we need to focus on more, um, even though I definitely want him impeached, is just keeping the pressure on. Like this thing with uh, Epstein that's going on it's just it's not going away today he was just denied bail thank goodness yeah. um and there's still i don't know how much shit he had in his safe or in that apartment but they're still combing through that shit um apparently f- uh, from what some of the murmurs i've been hearing there are some public officials on some of those tapes whoops so names <laughs> names are about to start getting dropped and people's careers are about to be buried whoops yeah <laughs> whoopsie <laughs> um yeah that uh, that doesn't surprise me i just hope that it has some kind of impact because i'm sick of uh of this of the haves mm-hmm. like basically being able to do whatever they want whenever they want with no repercussions yeah absolutely um because he's like he belongs to like this upper echelon of like you know, people, they're just like, uh, you know, the upper crust, the rich, you know, the top 1% of the top 1%. <laughs> yeah. I just prefer to, uh, yeah, I just prefer to refer to them as, uh, as the rich. Cause referring to them as like the echelon makes it seem like they're somehow, uh, these better human beings in some sort of way, intelligence wise or anything like that. It's just like, they just have resources and they use those resources to manipulate others. That's absolutely just it. Um, that video that was uncovered recently, uh, I think it was from NBC or ABC from back in 1992. Oh, that was, uh, that was definitely NBC. I think NBC. Yeah. NBC, um, of a party that, uh, Trump was having at Mar-a-Lago and he was there chumming it up with, uh, Epstein um, just looking at a bunch of uh, cheerleaders who they had flown in uh, for the party, ogling them from the side. That was yes, that's gross. And one of the th- yes, super gross. And one of the things I noticed is that even back then, Trump still dressed like a slob. Like I was looking at his yes, this is this is petty time on robots versus taxes. <laughs> um, I was looking at at his outfit. I was just like, I have yet to see him wear a suit. 
that actually fits him. Looks like he's in a Talking Heads video. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, for it, all my Talking Heads fans out there. It's like the stock wardrobe that they keep in any sort of like drama closet. It's just, just like, all right, in this scene, we need to have you dress up as a businessman. You know, get the suit. Yeah. You know, they dust it off and then they put the tie on that's somewhat faded. You could still see the undershirt. You could still see his undershirt under his button down. I'm just like... You look like a slob, man. Yeah. I'm like, who dresses you? But anywho. And then there's also that other video where he's like having an interview with this uh, with this NBC uh, anchor named Faith Daniels. I think this was like back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Had this interview with her where he just start on the show. He just starts bragging about how she, well, she's, you know, um, I'm assuming she's still married. Uh, but she, you know, she's married and uh, her husband met her met her husband and her met Donald Trump. And then when he turned his back, he just went in for the kiss mm-hmm. and he open mouth kissed her. According to him, he was like, you were, it was so open. It was so wet. Um, oh. <laughs> I really want I think to, I'm quoting him verbatim. You, I think you which are. Which is disgusting. Wanted to punch my TV when he said that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, she, and you could tell that she was disgusted. She was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh. But she's just like, I think she made a choice. She was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to use this uncomfortableness to at least further my career somehow. Right. By having this guy on the show. But you could tell that she was disgusted. And, and Trump also said, he was just like, and, and he's uh, and and she's her husband's like a handsome. Yeah, he's a, handsome, a real nice guy. He's a handsome he's a really, devil. Yeah, you know, he's a handsome guy. And this, then the other. But so, I had to do it. It's just like, oh it's man, like, oh my god. Somebody needs to punch you in your fucking right. mouth, man. Dude, okay. So, dude is up on rape charges, right? Mm-hmm. Which was like two weeks ago. Yep. Then a week ago, you know, more talks about his concentration camps. Mm-hmm. Now. We're talking about a race war. Yep. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I mean, it's like, it's like this, like, like when we look back on, on, on this time with him, it's, it's going to seem like a checklist of things we just put up with and we put up with it and we put up with it. Next week, it'll come out that he had plans to try to, you know, uh, enact Hydra, you know, yeah. in our government. It's just like it, it just nothing seems impossible in terms of the, the depths of, of shit that he can take us to. Well, now he's talking about how he shot down an, an, an Iran drone. Really? Yeah. Fuck out of here. So... I mean, who knows? Who knows? Oh. At this point, it, like it, it's just a nonstop shit show, and we can't seem to get off this ride. This this election can't come quick enough. Like, no. please, everybody, vote. <laughs> yes, I don't care. I'm begging you. Like, I don't care if the Democratic nominee is somebody who you absolutely detest. Like anything is better than this guy voting should be a national like holiday it like, should be the, the like voting day it should be just like a day where no one has work absolutely they've been talking about uh making that a national holiday for years uh, the thing is it would give 
too much of the population an opportunity to have their voice heard. Yeah, I know. You exactly. know? <laughs> and they don't really want that. They no, just they just want not. just enough people to make it look like people are participating, but at the same time uh, keeping the most affected, the most downtrodden, uh, the bottom of the working class tied to the choice of going to vote or being penalized from work. Because there are some people who literally cannot miss a day of work in terms of wages because they will feed it. They'll either run out of food or can't pay for medication or this, then the other. And it's unfortunately, that's a great deal of people. Yeah. So shit, man, you know what I think is going to happen? What? Um, this, uh, this frenzy is going to get, keep getting whipped up and eventually somebody is going to, um, take it upon themselves to either make an attempt on one of the senators or they've already increased Ilhan Omar's security as well. They should. Yeah. As well. I, I think they should with, with all of the, uh, the, f- uh, the freshman democratic, um, senators cause they essentially all get, uh, death threats. Um, but I think somebody's going to make an attempt and then instead of actually focusing on people's safety, they will try to politicize it. Um, they will, you know, obviously this person will come with like right wing uh, agenda rhetoric in their past on their Facebook page or whatever. And somebody then the Republicans will try to deem them, you know, it's like, oh, they're a lone wolf or they're crazy or this and the other. They have nothing to do with us. And then somehow in that malaise, you know, the point gets lost, which is that Trump whipped up his base into a frenzy to try this sort of thing. The same thing happened when they were popping all that shit about Hillary Clinton having a child sex ring run being run out of a pizza place. Meanwhile, Jeffrey Epstein must have been laugh having a good chuckle at that. My goodness. Um, But (laughs) and like, uh, you know, it's funny you bring up like uh, the fact that like and I've seen this a lot, right? Uh, on social media, on Twitter, where um, the uh, the right, the right wing, mm-hmm. uh, the social media right wing sphere uh, is, you know, they're just like, you know, these fucking liberals and they're, you know, they're violent, they're hateful, we're tired of being called racists, and I'm just like, Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there a dude that tried to blow up, like, that tried to, like, uh, uh, (laughs) send bombs to, like, Democratic, uh, like, uh, politicians and speakers? Yes. And, and like, just uh, left-leaning people who were leaned towards the left? That was the Coast Guard guy, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that was was the, 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 what, the dumbass that Uh put, like, uh, you know, nothing but Trump on his van with the crosshairs and shit like that. Yep, absolutely. It's like, oh, right. Ha-ha. We're, we're the violent ones, mm-hmm. right? Sure. We're the ones that we, yeah, and uh, we do call uh, people on the right racist because uh, they don't seem to pull their support <laughs> for what is a textbook definition of a racist. Yep. So absolutely, absolutely. Every, every time they try to tap dance around the definition, um, we're not going to let them. You got to... You got to call it like it is. If you don't want to be called racist, you know, 
don't be racist. Yeah. It's just that simple. Nobody's holding a gun to your head. All right. And if you are being called a racist, try to figure out why it is that you're being called a racist. There's not that kind of term doesn't come from nowhere. You know, that's what they think. They, yeah, you yeah. Know, that's that's one of their late their modern talking points. It's just like it's lost all meaning. It's just like, you know, people who usually say that are white and have never actually been faced with racism. Yeah, it still has plenty of meaning to people of color, if not more so in many ways in this day and age, because it's become uh, it's become very covert and people of color can feel it because we have to deal with the fallout from it. But you guys, you get to pretend like, oh, we've progressed. Yeah. You know, we're no longer, uh, we no longer have the signs at counter saying <laughs> whites only. Yeah. Post-racial society. Oh, ha, 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 ha. It's like, look at all that we've done yeah. to, you know, meanwhile, we have concentration camps. Yeah. Like, give me a break. They're casting uh, a uh, woman of color as the Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, God! White genocide! <laughs> you know, and they're also casting a, a person of color for James Bond. 007. No! Why? Oh, God! White genocide! When will we, we be able to live? <laughs> Perfectly put, man. Perfectly put. <laughs> They are losing day shit. Yeah, um, and I'm here for it. You yeah, know, me too. I, I, oh yeah, like, I'm I'm drinking up all the tears. I, at this point, I'm filling up a pool, dude. You're invited. <laughs> Just swimming in it. Yeah. You want to beat that eight? Yes. We got the uh, the official RVT pool full of white tears. Uh. It's gonna be chilled to perfection. <laughs> Take a dip. The water's fine. Ah. And with that, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots vs. Taxes. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. My goodness. My goodness. Oh, geez. Um, so how about that 007, huh? I, Good old 007. I'm Just. so happy. And, they, and, and the, the first thing I thought to myself is like, just turning toward whiteness and being like, you see, you see what happens when you keep on bitching. <laughs> keep it up. Keep it up. This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep it up and we will remake Lincoln with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that would be amazing. <laughs> Just Dunking on yeah. slavery, like. <laughs> it's like Robert E. Lee just gets a shoe to the face. Like, what the fuck? What's a Nikkei? <laughs> Nike, bitch. Oh, man. Then he, he high fives uh, Colin Kaepernick just out of nowhere. Yeah. Just- <laughs> History. <laughs> As it was written. And lo, the Gettysburg Address had much dunking. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking forward to uh, this new 007. Um, apparently, uh, Daniel Craig is still in it as a aging and retiring uh, James Bond. Yeah. Um, 
who will usher in this new 007 into into the fold and it they uh i forget the name of the actress but she she was in fucking captain marvel she was in captain marvel i i can't wait to see more of her on the screen she's going to be amazing i feel like she's going to bring a gravitas to it yeah um unfortunately poor ben shapiro was triggered so hard uh oh really was 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 the person that was using him that you know uh, moves the his mouth was the person that was moving his mouth did, did they have to like get out of the you know take that hand out of his ass and like go for a beer yeah pretty much it was okay. it was he just went in he was just like basically talking about james bond being about uh men and their identity and this is an assault on masculinity essentially like uh, it's just like oh men want to be him because he seduces beautiful women and you know guys want to do that it's just like so what what is it so what's it gonna be with a woman who's seducing a man like is that hard at all and it's oh just my like, god how are men gonna even know what to do i know right? oh no where will we find a where will we find a guide to teach us how to oh how do how do we talk to these women how? I'm, I'm a chick. you you have solidified the plight of white men. Oh, the cross we bear. All across this country. <laughs> Won't you please think of the white men? <laughs> Fuck Ben Shapiro, man. Seriously. But I think this highlights exactly what the problem with, uh, with modern masculinity is. To uh, put this guy up who, you know, on film, let's say, let's say what it is. James Bond is a womanizer. And to have men wanting to emulate that, um, even though they could never actually be him, um, is part of the problem. It's like the male ego is firmly steeped in fantasy. It's like, oh, in order to define myself, I must I must be able to sleep with any woman or every woman that I want to. It's just like, guys, take a step back. It, it's It surprises me how, like, once there is a minor change... That immediately negates all the history that came before. It's not like anybody could pick up a Blu-ray of <laughs> James Bond mm. and just watch his adventures and be like, oh, yeah. Exactly. Now I remember. <laughs> right? It's so. This is like the most idiotic talking point I've ever heard. It really is. It's just like, oh, no. It's an, it's attack. It's an attack on our, on our values as men. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's not. Just calm down. I just can't wait for all the fan art uh, putting uh, the new Ariel and the new 007 together. Um, I think that's just going to be epic because the fan art that's been coming out for uh, the new Ariel is... uh, It's dope. It's freaking amazing. It's gorgeous. Um, Even touching at times. Like, there's a really cute one that I saw where um, uh, the white Ariel is sort of like doing the new ariel's hair and she's just like don't worry you're gonna be great and i'm just like oh man that's that's really sweet meanwhile on the side guys just like (laughs) (laughs) it's it's i mean we laugh guys (laughs) that's exactly what i I picture they sound like too (laughs) but but in all seriousness it's just like there really is a change uh going on in this country i Heard on the news today somebody used a phrase that was, I think, very apropos. Um, There's a cold civil war going on. Yes. um, Because the landscape is changing. 
not through violence, just through numbers and birth rates and, you know, history essentially insinuating itself on the present, you know. So in a few short decades, very within our lifetime, uh, the, lands, the landscape is going to be different and voting blocks are going to be quite different. And that is going to have to reflect policy that addresses the concerns of those voting blocks. And those voting blocks are just not going to be majority white anymore. Right. Um, does it mean that people who are white are suddenly going to be put in chains and, you know, corralled into ghettos? No, that's not that's not <laughs> what it means. They think that and I'm talking, you know, specifically to the to the white people who feel attacked mm-hmm. by this. Right. They think that because they did that to us. Right. Yeah. For so long, mm-hmm. subjugated us under systems, slavery, you know, the 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 modern working conditions of the poor, mm-hmm. um, uh, the poor people of color. Uh, they think that because they've done that to us for so long that we're going to turn around and we're going to do that to them because they're out of ideas. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. You know. Essentially. It's it's very sad. Um, meanwhile, uh those of us on the left are just, <laughs> we're, just we're like shrugging like what the fuck is wrong with you it's like do you know what uh free college for everybody and universal health care mean yeah like socialism it's like you know if we really wanted to be socialist if we really wanted to take <laughs> things to the left oh you know would the government would actually come in and take property away from the rich and redistribute that and make them make all their mansions into parks, you know. <laughs> That's if it, we really like. Let me let me not lie. That's what I want. Um, <laughs> eat the rich. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yum, mm, delicious. So I think that they they overreact because they think that just because they've been so mean to us mm-hmm. we're going to be m- so mean to them but all we want is just like for things to be fair and they're just like no if we can't have all of the the sandbox we will break the sandbox and then we'll let you deal with it pretty much pretty much i i i i'm not quite sure well i am sure it's uh, they have a certain view of history which puts them at the forefront as the stewards of this country and of Western civilization. And they feel that any change to that um, is somehow the deterioration of civilization. Uh, First and foremost, they got to realize that they didn't build this themselves. You know, it took the efforts in a lot of, in a lot of ways, the forced effort of many different cultures, the eradication of certain cultures that gave us Western civilization now, which, as we can see, is very imperfect. Like, it's deeply, deeply flawed. So what people who are progressive are talking about is like, instead of just wiping the board (laughs) and being anarchists about this, why don't we actually just even the playing field? Like, as much as we wish we could change history, we can't. But let's change things going forward and things can be better. And somehow that is a problem. I I almost wish I knew what it feels like to be that insane. To feel like making things good for everyone 
giving everybody opportunity, giving everybody equal access is somehow wrong. Um, um, uh, if you I... want exclusivity, go to Alamo Draft House. Yes. Seriously. It's like they exclude people who talk in the theater. <laughs> That's enough for me. You yes. Know? I feel like a king. Ex- yes. <laughs> Bring me my pulled pork sandwich <laughs> and a Diet Coke. <laughs> chop, chop. Roll that fabulous footage. <laughs> And then they're just like, if you talk or text, we will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Exactly. Justice and order. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, wow, we went off the rails from uh, Ariel and uh, 007. That's, that's uh, true. Well, you know, not completely. I mean, they are tied into movies and we just talked about Alamo Draft House. So, yes, that's you true. Know, that's true. Continuity. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because we're all about that, right? <laughs> um, so uh, let's talk a little bit about... Can I just get something off my chest that I've been thinking about sure. ever since I saw it? So there's a meme sweeping social media right now. Okay. And it's Storm Area 51. I thought you were t- going to talk about the bottle cap challenge, but okay, sure. Why the not? bottle cap ch- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the bottle cap challenge. Um, Which we should do since you are the master of the shadowless kick. Hey, look, if I am the master of the shadowless kick, which I am, (laughs) uh, let the record show that, right? I don't want (laughs) to. You heard it here first, folks. But yes, Storm Area 51. Storm Area 51, right? Sweeping uh, sweeping the the internet right now. Um. And you know, I I have to say, ever since I saw that meme, I it's it's kind of pissed me off. Really? Um, yeah. Don't uh, you want to storm Area Fifty? Don't you want to get the answers? Yeah. Look, do I want to get the answers? Uh, I've been a hardcore X Files fan for the longest time, and I've been a big believer in aliens and the whatnots and the who's it's and ugh, you know, men are from Mars, women from Venus. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I believe all that shit. So when I saw that, I, uh, the, uh, you seem quite kerfuffled by this. It's because like, I, I'm going to sound like a fucking SJW killjoy, right? Okay. (laughs) Uh, because I'm just like, I really wish this would be the case for storming, um, the border, storming ice bases, and freeing people who are locked away in concentration camps. I absolutely agree. Uh, I think that for this to be so popular and so like, we want to like steal an alien, bro. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's cool, right? Mm -hmm. And I would love to make first contact with aliens, right? But uh, uh, I would also love... Freedom for people who desperately need it. Absolutely. Uh, which is so. which is what we should be doing and what we should be talking about. But that's how backward our nation is. It's just like, oh, let's let's storm a military base. Yeah. A, a military base with top secret technology in it. Yeah. At the very least, you know, it's like because that can't go wrong at all. For aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, they can't stop all of us. It's just like. Y- yes. Yes, yeah, they, they can. can. <laughs> that's that's why they're the military, yeah, they you can. know. Um, and also just 
just humoring the thought for a second. This is the beginning of every like post-apocalyptic zombie film, like some uh, some curious anarchist slash social justice slash whoever the fuck group going in and just like we want the truth. Meanwhile, if they let's say they actually did have an alien organism in there, alive or dead, that's foreign to our um, global ecosystem. Don't you think it'd be kind of dangerous to free something like that? Like we when you go to the airport, they won't allow you to bring in certain fruit to certain countries. Yeah. You know, or or introduce certain animals to other environments because it would do tremendous damage. Now imagine like an extraterrestrial biological entity. Right. It's being kept in there and they're just like, oh no, you know, these kooks are just like, we're going to free you. Um, they give it a name, Chester. Chester, we're <laughs> going to free you, Chester. Uh, you know, you're going to taste sweet freedom. And then Chester sneezes on them and the next thing they know is like every male's dick on the planet becomes an arm that has like the googly eyes and it's just like it just talks in like Bobcat Goldwaite's voice it's like come on guys that that annoys the shit out of uh, out of women and then just we die off as a human species that is bone chilling (laughs) horror I don't know what recesses of your mind that came out of but that is don't you ever do that again Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? That just came out of me. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> oh, man. The Storm Area 51 movement uh, gathered so many followers on Facebook and other social media platforms that the Air Force actually issued a statement. They were just like, don't storm Area 51. It's like, first of all, it's a test range. There's dangerous stuff on there, and we I'm have sure, and we have, and we have security. It's like, and we have, you know, security around. I'm paraphrasing here, obviously. <laughs> um, we have security all around the perimeter. Like, you're gonna get hurt. So, okay, you know, so don't fuck with us. You know, so yeah, exactly, right? Basically, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, this 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 country is just full of idiots. Yeah. Storm Area 51. The doors open, and it's like the aliens from Mars attacks. We're like, (laughs) 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 well, luckily, shooting everybody, they turn into like green and red skeletons. All we have to do is like put on a bunch of Mariah Carey albums, and you know, we'll just (laughs) we'll just wipe them out. Why Mariah Carey? Because you know their brain shattered due to high frequency, you know. So just get it like repeat that phrase uh, that that note from someday yeah yeah don't make me there i'm gonna have to dub in her voice for that yeah, part yeah. So, but <laughs> um but but uh yeah that would be funny though when when if we had a mars attacks aliens in real life but anywho yeah um yeah don't storm area 51 no is no goo He's baiting no goop. Yeah, yeah. Scarlett Joe Johnson. Scarlett Joe Johnson. S- scary Joey Jojo Jr. Scar Joe. Scar Joe.
Oh, man. You know, she just went through her whole um, controversy one or two years ago with the, re the release of Ghost in the Shell. And recently an article came out where she said, I just I just don't know why I can't play any role that I want. You know, Aww. essentially, which is, I know, poor, poor thing, right? Because she's hard up for work these days. <laughs> and it's just like nobody's saying that you can't play any role that you want, because I think she was just cast in a role in a transgender role. Yes. She's uh, she's cast as a uh, famous transgender leader. And it's just like, you know, we we have there are transgender actors out there who would love to sink their teeth into this role and could bring an authenticity to it that Scar Jo just can't. You know, I mean, she's got, you know, she's been good in some films. So I'm not saying that, she, that she's a bad actress, but, you know, this is something kind of outside her purview of personal experience. Look, since my goodwill of Scarlett Johansson right now is waning. At a rapid pace, mm. her stock is dropping right now. For me. Would you say it's dropping the way she was dropped off of that cliff on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. End game spoilers. You could say that she's dropping faster than she dropped for the Soul Stone. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh huh. <laughs> 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 um. A show for a show. <laughs> That's not even the way he says it. That's I just true. imagined him I saying just, it that way. That's the way I imagine it now ever <laughs> since you brought it up. Because I've watched Infinity War and Endgame over. And I'm like, he doesn't even say it like no, that. No, he doesn't say it like that. Since her popularity with me is declining, I'm going to go out on a limb and say she's not that great of an actress. Can we just like... Can we, can we just like drop all pretenses and be like, when was the last time she wowed you with her performance? Like her with fucking Endgame and Infinity War, she's basically playing the same stoic character she's been playing since I don't know what's what's another role that she's played. Did you not see Lucy? Oh yeah! <laughs> what a tour de force! Yes, exactly. That changed the landscape of acting for five minutes like <laughs> i remember i saw ghost world and i was just like why isn't thora birch big like thora birch be, being the, the the daughter in american beauty i know you haven't seen ghost world i was like between the two i would have put money the daughter from american beauty was gonna be huge mm -hmm. and she she disappeared and, and scarlett johansson became uber famous right it, it hollywood is a motherfucker you never know who's actually gonna make it you know yeah and so i thought to myself i'm like and and it's not like it's not i'm like i'm trying to stand on like this uh this uh, this place where i'm just like it's because she's a woman i'm just like no it's because i think she lacks the skills to actually bring home the bacon in terms of like an Academy Award winning performance that I think is super convincing that I would be like when I think of great performances like in terms of like Meryl Streep's or Viola Davis's right or Angela Bassett's I do not I don't categorize Scarlett Johansson in that realm you know you, I would actually those, put Jennifer Lawrence ahead of her wow that's saying a lot you know all the women that you just named um Prior to Jennifer Lawrence, they're all black women. Except Meryl Streep. No, she's black. She's just that good. Oh. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for a second, you almost had it. She's like, Meryl Streep's black? <laughs> 
Is there a bridge in Brooklyn where I can just buy it? <laughs> um, but no, you're you you really kind of went hard on Scar Jo just then. Like, yeah, I, when I mean, she hears this, I, I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna. Oh be man, safe. her her, she won't be able to eat her thousand dollar truffles. <laughs> She's quaking in her Fendi boots while she sleeps on tons of money. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. With her Saturday Night Live, uh, you know, handsome ass husband. Who who's she married to? Colin Jost. Oh, I don't know who he is. He's uh, you know, uh, fucking. Uh, oh, is he on that Weekend w- Update with oh. uh, Michael Che and Colin Jost? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. It's got a square head. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> he does. I don't know why that tickles me. <laughs> He does, but square ass head. I mean, you know, no shade. <laughs> All right, we got it. We got to cap this. All righty, this episode. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for hanging with us. Please, please stay cool and be careful. Yeah, uh, from both of us, uh, I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and I'm Pablo Morales Martinez, and together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. While you're out there, you could try keeping it real, but you <laughs> should try keeping it right. Song of the week. <laughs> <laughs>